You know how we always do wee clever introductions at the start of the podcast nowadays? Yes. Well, we're not going to do that today. So here's an advert. You know what, Ray? We've hit the big thing. Have we? Yeah, we have finally a sponsor. Oh. An actual real one. Beer 52 are on board with Soccer FM. And as a wee treat to all our listeners, we're going to give you some free beer. All you need to do is get to beer52.com forward slash soccer FM and cover the 4.95 postage. And they're from all over the world as well. Yeah, they deliver a case each month with a different country theme. So I'm going to let's pair a footballer up with a country of beer. So right. if you get a German beer, you can you have a George Alberts in your mouth. <laughs> Korea. Chaduri Norway Staly Stensas Finland Ah, has to be a mix of Pataline And who doesn't want mixer all over your mouth? I mean, that would be fantastic So that's just an example of some of the themes that Beer52 have had over the past wee while And they're not holding you to ransom It's a subscription service, so if you do like it, then obviously carry on, that's great If not, you can cancel at any time But this is an introductory offer And since we are amazing here at Soccer FM And we like giving stuff out to the yep. listeners, don't we? All you need to do is get to beer52.com forward slash Soccer FM And as I say, cover the 4 95 postage You will have your beer the next day it's next day delivery and you'll also get a, a snack and a copy of the dream magazine for both of us ferment magazine ferment magazine so that's beer52.com forward slash soccer fm have fun drinking your beer folks soccer fm is written and produced by stephen mill and ray bradshaw and is an association with pieandbovril.com Welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, we look back on the weekend in the SPFL. We also crown another superhero, chat about conspiracy theories, and look ahead to the week coming in Scottish football. It's Monday the 4th of November. We are not live on Facebook. No. As ever, you can contact us on Twitter, at Scott Soccer FM. Thanks for all your comments on last week's show. Also, we've got our own forum at pieandbirdle.com. We'll get to the comments there. If you want to leave a comment this week, you can do so. Just click on the Soccer FM tab, and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Listen on Buzzsprout, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your Amazon Alexa device as well. Ray Bradshaw, how are you? You're right. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Actually, I'm just going to sort your mic a wee bit there. You're really yeah, quiet. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I that's better. Um, better. You are slightly hungover. Well, not actually as hungover as we thought you'd be. You'd think that now we're recording these on Mondays that it would uh, limit the number <laughs> of podcasts that I'm hungover for. But no, no, it's, uh, it still happens. So yeah, I was at a wedding last night. Yeah, because uh, we were arranging a time for today and then you were like, I was like, do you want a lift? And you'll be like, nah, I'll be fine. And then I woke up this morning to a message from like 1.15am just saying, <laughs> I need a lift. <laughs> yes, yeah, I ended up a lot more drunk than I thought. I didn't really eat yesterday either. Uh, which were you is, just an evening guest? Uh, just an evening guest and I was working during the day and I, I couldn't really, well, I couldn't eat anything because I was in a radio studio. So the only thing I had access to was a pot noodle. Oh, so, Bombay bad boy or chicken, no, the, chicken and mushroom? It was, chick, it was yeah. chicken and mushroom, but the I'll usually go for a Bombay bad boy because I like the I like the heat because the normal curry one I don't find is hot enough. I think pottage is a shite. They are a bit shite, but I, it was something that I knew I could eat, and I thought, well, how come you didn't have access to food but you had access to a kettle? Because there's a kitchen. But is it not? Oh no, where were you? Were I was you at fourth. I was at fourth, yeah. So, is there no shops anywhere near that so you could have grabbed Scan before or after? Yeah, I did. I went to a Tesco Express around the corner and that's where I got the pot noodle. Why'd you not get a f- meal deal or something? I did. As well? well? Yeah. But I had that before. Oh, like, okay. it, it all comes it's, out now. It's a four, fucking two meals meal. It's a four hour show, right? So, I didn't have anything in the morning. What's your meal deal of choice? What'd you go for? A, a sandwich and I had some fruit. And yeah, because I bought a big bag of crisps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what flavour sandwich are you going? 
Do you want to guess what flavour oh, sandwich? You've, you're such a basic wee prick. Uh, all day breakfast. No! That's what you've that got. That gives me the book. Uh, I don't know how people do it. No, it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, no, not an all day breakfast. A ploughman's or something? No. I, I mean, it is slightly outside the box, this one. Do you have a Christmas dinner one? No, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a monster. I saw one in m and yesterday. Uh, there was a Pigs and Blankets one that I was kind of fancying. Uh, oh, I don't know. What'd you go for? Beef and horseradish. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> you go hunting after? <laughs> I had it last week because I thought, mm, well, I like roast so, beef. So, <laughs> you, know, you know when you're just standing and you're like, oh, I, mean, I, could, I, could have the, I could have the cheese and ham. But, you know, just it's so basic, isn't it? So basic, and then... I could have just ham, you know. I like ham. no one is just ham, cheese and onion. But then your your breath smells afterwards, and you can taste it for about four days. Oh, the the oh beef and horse. Right. <laughs> yeah, what crisps are you combining them with? I uh, went for it was Tesco's finest. Like it was on oh, offer. Really? I, I I basically only buy crisps on offer. Like because I'm not I'm not paying fourteen pound for a tube of Pringles. <laughs> like, I never buy Pringles. Pringles are so overrated. I quite like Pringles. Nah, the, the sour cream and chive ones are very good. Everybody's favourite. That's Everybody's a Gary favorite. Little line. Gary Little once took Pringles to a sex party. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Guy Little Fantastic Stand Up Check him out He's got a good uh, YouTube video About him I, and the I, I was certainly a wee bit Stunned for words there Because I wanted to know What flavour he took And then also Who gets invited so, to sex parties So he always used to go Cheese and chive Everybody's favourite yeah. And that's what he would take To the sex party <laughs> Great story, Great it's, story. Tr- it's true they, they are the best Pringles As far as yeah. I'm concerned But no I went for a Salt and vinegar um, Big bag Big bag I, you had Only gi- half them You had the giant hula hoops No so they've got like big hula hoops I had a pack as part of a meal deal a couple weeks ago what is the fucking point of them? are they just massive? they're just massive and they're like Ringo's but like the diameter's bigger yeah I don't see the point in it I need that like I try not I I try not eat crisps because if I do I'll eat fucking tons of them so I think you I'm like a a middle aged woman you have a weird problem I just can't have them in the colour oh they just go why are you Craig Hill I don't Um, know there's quite a lot of times that anytime you get something you just eat it in like huge amounts like soup and ham rolls yeah but at least with soup I vary up my my flavour yeah but you'll have eight ice lollies a day in summer aye like you just can't control yourself no I can't if I open up remember the time we went to um, we're driving to Aberdeen (laughs) And yeah, we were hosting that thing. Yeah, we were hosting the quiz in Aberdeen. You, I bought a pack of Haribo for the drive, and you did it within the first mile and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was meant to last the three-hour drive. I and, forgot. Like Jaylen, we hadn't even gone to the fucking M8. No, it's on the expressway. <laughs> yeah, and they were gone. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens if you're in the car with Stephen, like, and you get stuck at traffic. It's like uh, your traffic lights. You're like, ah, oh, this food's gone. Yeah, did we not meet at Perth? Yeah, so maybe it might have been Dunfermline you ate them all in that way yeah it was ah uh, they were gone I, t- I bought Jolly Ranchers right in America oh right okay I was going to say where'd you get them uh, one of those sort of like American sweetie shops yeah. and you can oh you can buy Jolly Ranchers for £19 uh, a pack of M&M's uh, peanut butter M&M's I quite like I saw mm-hmm. one of those American sweet shops I went in three quid for a wee pack in the M&M's that's a meal deal you can get a beef and horseradish you can get a beef and horseradish and a giant I, and an orangina I, I ate so many M&M's on holiday as I well I love them oh, they're great and we bought one of the big family 
trolley bags, which has, on average, said on the back, between 1,300 and 1,400 M&Ms. <laughs> right? And there was four of us, right? So we were just all dipping everything yeah. we walked past, basically. And I was like, I've, I've had so many M&Ms. Class. Like, it was just the usual, it was just the normal ones, and then we bought the peanut ones, and I brought some dark chocolate M&Ms back. Which mm, no, I'm good. not into dark chocolate, really. Oh, I fucking love dark chocolate as well. We, uh, Me and Hayley, as a married couple, had our first row because we went to the M&M store in New York and got branded um, M&M's so it says like Mr. and Mrs. Bradshaw and like the date you got married and all this personalised yeah. I got steaming when we came home and ate like half of them <laughs> <laughs> and she was raging I, I don't understand M&M stores because you can buy M&M's in a corner know, shop it was, for a tenth of the price it was class print and stuff on it yeah. that was fun and they tasted all the better when I, you're steaming I don't remember you don't remember either. I got steaming on Saturday night for the first time in ages where'd you go um, I was getting at the stand so we went uh, met a couple of mates went West End watched the Celtic Hibs game Celtic and um, also had Chelsea Watford in the background which are I quite like that because you can focus on a game but then if someone makes a noise you can turn around and go oh chance yeah like I, if I go to a pub I generally don't watch the football because I'm too busy like just chanting shite oh, see, I don't drink really and... enjoy talking to my mate so the football's perfect for that it breaks <laughs> up the awkwardness yeah. like I'm not like I'd, I'd rather watch a game in the house if I was actually wanting to watch the game yeah. because if you go to a pub you just get distracted I think I think you do but then also like see the Celtic Hibs game it was over so quickly aye like no I, I'm not interested in particular in that game so I would go to a pub and then as you say like have a chat and then whenever yeah. everyone cheers you look around and say oh that's you know it's a um, I had a pint of tenants and tribute to you oh great I had oh. lots of pints of tenants last night although was... I went in and there was two bars there was one at the top and one at the bottom and the one at the top didn't do tenants and I was like I'm going home <laughs> I, I, was, I was like what am I meant to drink right so I ended up having What were the options in the top one? Carling Oh fuck Carling or bottles Yeah what are you a gammon? Exactly So like Yeah exactly Can I have a pint of Brexit please? <laughs> and uh, I think um, I, I was like I'm going to have to just drink vodka And I was like If I drink vodka I'll be And yeah. it, was, it was like It was like half seven And I was like I'm going to be absolutely Out to my chops By about nine o'clock So thankfully There was a bar down the bottom And I just I saw the like tea the I, I saw the tea And I was like Hod my drink. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was me down at the bottom bar. So yeah, I don't know why. I just I just like tenants. I, I do really like the taste. Was of it half ten scan at the win? Uh, yes, there was. Um, they brought in breakfast rolls because I've been a few wins recently, and they're doing away with that. And I need it. Oh, totally. I hadn't. Well, the pot noodle. Yeah, and not since not, the horseradish. Not since the horseradish. You know, that's not enough <laughs> to line the stomach. You get a rolling sausage and tattoo. Going, you're like, any horseradish, please. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, it was they made the mistake though of leaving the items unattended so everyone had got up, gone up and had a roll yeah, or yeah, two yeah. or whatever and then my table just happened to be quite near where the buffet bit was so I was standing talking to someone and there was loads of square sausages left I was like well I'm just going to eat these square sausages <laughs> I must have had about five square sausages just eating them themselves they're just amazing I once woke up the next morning after a wedding where I've been steaming and I had two square sausages and my sporing so I'd clearly thought oh they'll do for later <laughs> I just put them in that's rotten yeah all the money was greasy and everything oh no that's horrible like, squ- what, what's even square sausage made of I don't even know what square sausage is made of um, salt and vinegar squares yeah that's what that part of it is they've changed the recipe for squares yeah and disco supposedly oh really I, I do love a salt and vinegar disco that's a game changer right, here's, here's the last thing we'll do on confectionery chip if you go to a shop yeah and you're buying a can of juice yeah a chocolate bar and a bag of crisps what's your selections uh, crisps easy one 
Flaming Hot Monster Munch okay. every, every single time uh, If they're available Because some shops don't have them Like you ha- I tend to find that you get Flaming Hot Monster Munch In convenience stores As opposed to the yeah. You know Tesco, Tesco extra. Yeah, yeah. Like, You don't get them in And there. also that's where you get 39p cans and all that Exactly and multi- I love a multi-pack being If I was getting a can of juice That's a tough one uh, you know, I'd probably usually go for an iron brew Or I like Pepsi I do like Pepsi as well I like Pepsi And I also like red cola Oh, fuck off <laughs> No I one likes red Are you the one person keeping it in visit? I, I, I sometimes buy two litre bottles Yeah, I can imagine going out of your house And you're just drinking limeade <laughs> What's wrong with you? I fucking love <laughs> limeade I love Bars limeade Yeah Bars limeade <laughs> It's tremendous I wouldn't have a word said against it and here's a wee tip for you, Fanta fans, right? <laughs> so is this the Nazi tip? Uh, no, Fanta no. was created. Wait, because... Listen, after last week's episode, let's steer clear of stuff I've like that. Like four tweets going. Uh, what, kind, what kind of porn does Gary Coleman watch? And then also, um, what are your thoughts on 9-11? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Not going into it. Not going into that one. So uh, where were we? Fanta. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you're a fan of Fanta. But you don't like the Fanta here compared to abroad because obviously abroad is so much better because yeah. it's filled Sugar. with shite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here, Fanta's pish. So buy instead bars orangeade. It's so much better. I'm telling you, that's a, that's a for Fanta fans out there that are listening to this just now. Bars orangeade is the way to go. Sometimes I buy lemon Fanta so I can pretend I'm on holiday. Yeah. It's such a holiday juice. I was talking to somebody the other week and they were like, ah, yeah, they were talking about oh, Fanta lemon's amazing, but obviously you only get it abroad. I was like, you, you get it in the shops. <laughs> yeah. And they were I like, don't, no, no, you don't. You only get it abroad. And I was like, no, you definitely no. get it. I've had it here. So they, they're thinking of euros. Yeah, I don't know. They, they're thinking of pesetas or something. What like chocolate that. would you go? <sighs> See, this is a tough one as well. Because I've got a basic one Sometimes I might just If I'm not really thinking about it I might just pick up a Twix or something like that Yesterday in Morrison's Garage I I went to pick up a wee Twix Because he had a wee uh, Twix and a king size one Mm -hmm. Wee Twix, 70p King size, 50p And I was like, well I'm not a fucking idiot (laughs) So straight on the king size Why was that? I don't know, I loved it though It's like one of those I've not had the runs yet But I'm going to get it I think um, I, I, I like a boost Mm. I like a boost I, like- I also like the bars Of Terry's Chocolate Orange As well I, right. love, I love chocolate orange So that's my I, I, If that's on offer I would probably go I'd, for that I'd probably go Iron Brew Depending Yeah probably Iron Brew And then Salt and Vinegar Discos mm-hmm. That would be my Chris choice Sweets It would depend on what mood it. I do like a wee pack of M&M's Every now and then No, it's not so You only get them on holidays So <laughs> it's, like, it's like Lemon Fanta I prefer Galaxy to Dairy Milk as well yeah, I'd eat both of them though. I'm not yeah. really fussy, to be honest. <laughs> if somebody offered me some dairy milk, I'd take it. If I'm somebody offered me Galaxy, I'd take it. Uh, would you ever buy a Ripple? Yeah. What? It just seems a waste of money. There's not a lot in it. It's a lot of air, but yeah. they are very tasty. Do you remember when Aero you could get, it was an Aero, but white chocolate in the middle mm. of it? Do you remember that Echoes? Was yeah Somebody put up a picture I know this is turning into Like Peter K chat here But like <laughs> They don't do Garlic bread Garlic And There was a picture of An echo And I was like My mum used to get it. My mum Say what you like about my mum And we have Her biscuit tin Is <laughs> Divine That she, definitely sounds like a fanny She has The most It's un- so sweet <laughs> The amazing biscuit Such variety <laughs> Like Such variety And uh, Yeah A great biscuit tin But then As soon as you became a grand My sister had a kid yeah. She started buying uh, Buying blue ribbons Oh The, the worst The worst that's kind up, of that's biscuits That's up there with breakaways Ah oh, I wouldn't mind a breakaway Do you know what's really big in Australia? 
Uh, is it not like Tim Tams or something? I thought you were going to say racism. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, dreams. Murder, murdering backpackers. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite big in Australia. <laughs> There's all people in acid. Uh, that's uh, the guy. The guy who. Um, the guy. I can't believe it. Why are we talking about this? Right? <laughs> and like I'm actually going to stop myself. I was just going to say that guy who killed all the backpackers died last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, and he, everyone was very happy about but it. But he refused to give out more details about their bodies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's like tons it. of serial killers in Australia. Yeah. Um, do you remember Dream? The chocolate, the white chocolate yep. bar. They are mm-hmm. massive in Australia. Really? Yeah. Because I went over and I was like, I thought these were extinct. Like, yeah. I know she was right behind us, but aye. But I mean, Australia is a good twenty to thirty years behind. Which is why they love my comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so like, That's wow. great stuff, you yeah. know. When he was doing, talking He's... about the Seoul Olympics, you know, <laughs> <laughs> do a great piece on that. Uh, <laughs> I actually know someone who speaks exactly like that as well. Is uh, uh, is she an agent? It's Sam Simmons. Oh right, I don't know who that is. Uh, is any one relation the... to Stephen Simmons? No, I don't think so. I think maybe Uncle, if anything. Uncle, right? One okay. of I've got. I'm friends with Stephen Simmons on Facebook. Really? Yeah, because I think we're going to ask him to do the podcast, but the then I Steve, forgot to. Stephen Simmons, I'm sure there was a rumour about He's Stephen Simmons. He's a massive Simmons. Celtic fan. Aye, but no, no, that wasn't the rumour. The rumour was that he his mum and dad won the lottery. And he, he comes from like mega, mega money because his mum and dad won the lottery back in the day. Class. I think that might be true. I don't know if it is. If anyone can clarify, if, if ask Scott Soccer FM, did Stephen Simmons' mum and dad win the lottery? <laughs> What well, an incredibly niche and yeah. specific question but to also, ask. But also, if they did win the lottery, they can name a stand at Fur Hill and then leave the club two weeks later and we're fucked with it. So if you want to do that, that'd be <laughs> yeah, a good laugh. Pretty much, yeah. Stephen Simmons, uh, I just remember him when we got to the Scottish Cup final in 2007. Yeah. He scored against Rangers, I think. We beat Rangers 3-2 in the in the sorry first round that we were in. And it was the game after Paul Le Guin was sacked. Oh. And Stephen... So that's like Sebo era and all that. Yep. Ian Durant was the manager. Was a caretaker. Was, was a caretaker manager for that game, and we were three 0 up just after half time. <sighs> they got back to three two. Barry Ferguson scored for them, I think. But I think Stephen Simmons scored. I think Jim Hamilton might have got two, um, and we won three two. And it was live on Sky on like a Sunday after, like Sunday lunchtime, yeah. and there was hardly any home fans there because we hadn't won in months. <laughs> and, and then we went and beat Rangers. Who was the manager at the time? Stephen Kenny. Was it Kenny? Yeah, Stephen Kenny. And then we we also. Um, we played Partick Thistle, I think, in that cup run, I seem to remember. And I think Stephen Simmons got booked because he was smoking cigars. He, he went up to did. The, he did like a smoking cigars thing up to up to the, the Thistle. We fans. did we did lose to you in a cup. We, in fact, about I, that time. I, I think both uh, both cup finals, both Scottish Cup. In fact, I'm definitely right. Two thousand and four, when we got to the cup final, we beat Thistle in the quarter finals yes. three 0 Yeah, and Brewster and Crawford were incredible that day. The two thousand and three, two the year before, we got to the semi finals. Yeah, and we lost to Rangers three 0 at semi final. Christian Nerlinger scored two. Oh yeah, it's a name you forget. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got told an amazing story. Uh, this week by Stephen someone. Simmons won the lottery no it was I always used to get confused between Stephen Simmons and Scott Severin there was a player that played with Dunfermline called Andre Carnabeek right right. who was a Dutch guy so it was when Calder was in charge and we just used to get these random yeah, yeah. like remember when he signed like Dave Buss and yeah, people like that p- pick up the phone aye pick up the phone and a Dutch person would be on the yeah. next ferry over basically and uh, there's a guy called Andre Carnabeek and he had massive injury problems when he was at Dunfermline barely played he probably played a dozen games if that over the course of a couple of seasons and he uh, he was playing in a reserve match at East End and I can't remember whether it was the ball or it was the post but he basically clattered these balls off oh. the post of the ball and apparently 
his balls were so huge, like enormous. Before, black and before, no, 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 no. <laughs> a- after. And I thought you were going to say they were just like an airbag. Apparently, just refused to go to the hospital when they were like, Megan, Megan, <laughs> your balls are enormous. You, you need to go to the hospital. He's like, I don't go to the hospital. You know, you know like, such know. a Dutch approach. Yeah. So he just used to. Apparently, they were huge for weeks. He was out for weeks because he could. But he was have a fucking space hopper between, between his legs, basically, and he couldn't play for weeks. And he was like, I don't go to the hospital. And he never went. Put ice on them Put ice on his bars for weeks <laughs> That's basically That's, that's about Andre yeah. uh, This week's episode is called Ice on his bars 100% yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much Yeah, Or a uh, horseradish yeah. Horseradish on the balls That's what we call it this week uh, Right do you want to actually Talk about the football that uh, cool, If we have to That's a little yeah, shite so, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, uh, We'll get to that in a wee while But we'll start Let's start in the Premiership And then we'll go to the Betfred Cup After that So Premiership on Saturday There was three matches So it was Aberdeen 3 Kilmarnock now And Aberdeen Apart from getting scudded by Celtic, are actually on a pretty decent running form. I think yeah. they've only lost one of their last six or seven. So it's uh, they're up to fourth in the table, just a point behind Motherwell. And Kilmarnock haven't been conceding many goals lately, but Curtis Main even scored on Saturday. They, which so they is started quite incredible. They started Main and Cosgrove up front, yeah. which is like the Bash Brothers and Mighty Ducks, man. <laughs> yeah. Just two big bullies. <laughs> exactly. Um, and but came Kelly were really struggling for second half. Gary Dicker played alongside. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember the young guy's name. The young guy looked quite. Okay, Dicker sold the first goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave McKenna's come out. It annoys me. See, when you're three 0 you've won three 0 and you come out and complain about a, p- a penalty you potentially could have had. Yeah, I heard that. Save I that hear, for another time. I heard these interviews after it, but I think he's probably still smarting because they were. <laughs> he was getting so annoyed in his interview on uh, Sports Sound before the match because the guy just kept on asking him about the Celtic game and he was like, Are we just going to have to talk about the Celtic game forever now? Is that <laughs> like, what he said? Like, yes. he, he was like, I can't keep talking about the Celtic game. Yeah, we're really bad. Like, you know, what do you want me to say, sort of thing. Uh, so, uh, obviously, a big week for Aberdeen as well because they've opened the Cormac Park, which is quite hard to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a new training facility which the guy Dave Cormack has apparently put £12 million of his own money into why? Uh, because he's minted he could buy he Orkney can. for that he, he could I think he's worth like £400 million or something like that so is he di- Stephen Simmons' dad? I think he might be Stephen Simmons' dad that's where he gets the money from but I think after uh, that probably the most important announcement to come out of that besides the you know opening of the training ground and stuff is the fact that the opening of the new stadium has been pushed back to the yes. summer of 2023 because they're not getting enough money or what they thought uh, they, they thought the amount they would get for Pataudry they were looking between 15 and 18 million pounds and what they the northeast housing market has totally crashed yeah so um, they're getting nowhere near that so they're just going to sort of hold on and stick with Pataudry for the time being I think and uh, yeah so but, I mean to be fair like I, I do think it's mental that a club the size of Aberdeen have taken till this time to get their own training ground yes like, you know, <laughs> well no... we're still waiting so that'll be a good laugh <laughs> yeah I think I think it'll be waiting a while so yeah. Uh, yeah but a good result on Saturday anyway and as I say they are just a point behind Motherwell now fourth in the table elsewhere it was Hamilton 2 European chasing Hamilton 2 Ross County Two. It was Billy Mackay gave County the lead after just a minute. Then it was Ro- a good fumble from Owen Fon Williams as it well. Was it was such fumble. a good way to start your game. It was uh, Hamilton who came roaring back. So Lewis Smith scored in for that. He's on the 52nd minute, and then George Oakley scored in 10 minutes later uh, to give them a 2 1 lead. Scott Martin was sent off in injury time for Aki's descent, was- supposedly. Mm, yeah, it's not good. And after. Brian Graham had equalised with two minutes to go as well. So County back up the road with a point. So I heard us getting linked with Brian Graham. He's scored twice in two weeks, though, so I'd be surprised if County 
let yeah. him go unless they've got other options coming in. Maybe he wants to move back down to civilization. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, two to yeah, finish. What a shock he'll have when Roy McGregor's not paying his rent. So, <laughs> yeah, unlucky. Exactly. Uh, Motherwell 2 at Livingston 1. Chris Long and Alan Campbell grabbing the goals for Motherwell. Stephen Lawless had equalised for Livy. He's on great form this from season. From the penalty spot. I like Lawless. I think he's a good player. And, uh, yeah, but a good win for Motherwell. Stephen Robinson, obviously, will get onto the Hearts chat in just a wee second. But, um, he's heavily, heavily being linked. With yeah, I think he's job. got a hundred and twenty grand uh, payout, yeah. uh, buyout. Sorry, yeah. um, not payout. They won't <laughs> give him that. I'm, if sure, he gets a I'm job. sure Anne Budge has got that line around somewhere. Yeah, the heart stuff's really interesting. What did you make when you found out Levine was going? And also, I was shocked. I genuinely was who shocked. Who broke the news to us? Who broke the news? Oh, Gary Spence broke the news to us. Yeah, and he was like, "Come on, guys, yeah. like get on this." Well, I did laugh about. So me, you, and Spence have got a WhatsApp group, and the last time. We'd ever talked to each other on it was WrestleMania, so yeah, exactly. it's been a long time not used. Um, so yeah, he brought the news that Greg Levine was no longer the Hearts manager, so he's sticking around until the end of the season as a consultant or something. Yeah, so essentially they didn't couldn't really, really pay him off. Um, he will not. Ambadji said he won't be involved in the um, appointing the new manager, even though he's technically still the director of football. Um, it's all really interesting because I think Levine's probably gone. You know what? This isn't work. This isn't work. He's doing two jobs essentially, and I, I think he's probably yeah, he's been sacked. But I also think he's probably like this is quite untenable. Yeah, I think what's happened as well is if you think about when he came in and Robbie Nielsen was there, they had a great working relationship. Uh, finished third. Yeah. Uh, obviously won the championship, then finished third. But then and they fell out. Yes, he went, and then the appointment of Cathro fucked up. Yes, and he kind of had to put his head above the parapet and go right. I'll take over for a bit, and then I mean had had a reasonable level of success this time last year. They were top top of the league. There was chat of them, yeah. And then he's gone, so it will be really interesting to see whether they do go for that kind of younger Nielsen or Cathro style appointment if they go a bit left field or whether they go tried and tested like a Craig Levine kind of stopgap there was also Michael Shirt was saying yesterday on BT they think they should bring in Jim Jeffries as the new director of he, football he was there uh, yesterday I saw him in the he stand is, he's a big Hearts fan though yes so maybe just there watching but uh, who knows I think uh, they're a bit of shambles at the moment I, they've had mental injuries they have yeah so but some of the signings they've made are so poor like Craig Whiten they paid 200 grand for him and then you look at guys like Glenn Kamara 50k yeah like I, I just don't think they've used the market well they they have uh, the core of their team has been missing at different points in the last year from Berra to Suter to Naismith uh, Espiezu Haring um, even Jamie Walker yeah. signed the summer going out so yeah I do feel for them but he has brought a lot of young players through the end of the time he's been there but then he gave chances to like Harry Cochran who's now on loan at like, us yes so like there's but even like Irving yesterday and then Hickey looks like he's going to be he was playing right back yesterday man. I did yeah I noticed that so and I was like fuck Steve's right I know I'm always right so yeah, uh, before not. we move on and talk about that proper uh, let's just update the Premiership table for you there was only three matches so Celtic and Rangers didn't play but they're still top two on 28 points then Motherwell up to 22 points in third place then Aberdeen just behind on 21 Kilmarnock remain on 17 Ross County with their point against Hamilton they are in the top six on 14 points Livingston remains seventh after the defeat against Motherwell 13 points for them Hamilton on 10 St Johnson 10 Hibs 9 and then Hearts and St Mirren at the bottom of the table both on 8 points so far this season right Betfred Crop let's start with the game on Saturday 
I think it was uh, one of the most comfortable performances I think I've seen Celtic against Hibs. I think they uh, they absolutely cruised it. And at one point, I think this could have been double figures. But then, Hibs got back in there yeah. to two pretty decent goals as yeah. well. Yeah, it was that kind of game where it just felt like you never were sure what was going to happen next. Because even when it was 4-2, mm-hmm. Hibs had a couple of chances then as well. And you're like, if they get another one, what, what happens here? Do you think that performance was enough to keep Heckenbottom no. in the job? No. I thought, we are recording this, it's now half 12 on Monday. I thought they'd do an announcement by now. Yeah. I really did. But we shall see. Uh, I guess they might give them the, the game on Saturday. And, and then, then an international an, break. Then yeah. there's an international break. I think the Scotland squad gets announced tomorrow, I think. So right, okay. We'll keep an eye on that as well. Uh, so, I'm yeah, a big was, fan of Scott Brown scoring a double. Yeah, that doesn't happen very no, often. He looks so happy. Yeah. And uh, I, I just thought that oh, Celtic looked really good. Edward is really good at kicking a ball. He's very good at football. He's going to be sold for a lot of money yes. next summer, I think. Yes. Yeah. He, he looks very good. He's only 21. El well, Yunusi so. came out, he scored two, came out and said he should have scored five. Yeah, that's you ready. You're that's, good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my castle that I use for stage. Oh, um, yeah, and uh, every year, I've had it for like six years, but I don't change the time when the clock goes. So that alarm used to go off at midnight and slowly it's working through now. It goes <laughs> off at 1 pm. Oh, really? Yeah, so I've had it like eight years or something. <laughs> that's strange. Hey, so yeah, finished 5 to, to, uh, to Celtic, I should say, against Hibs on Saturday night. And then yesterday, it was Hearts versus Rangers. And again, Rangers were. So comfortable As soon as they got the first goal It was You know Right before half time Always uh, That cliche Always a good time to score But it right really is Right before half time And right, right after, after. half time yeah. Totally killed the game And yeah So it's going to be A Celtic Rangers final Which brings us nicely onto The date Of the League Cup final Yes So The date of the League Cup final Is Sunday the 8th Of December the Which you all know Is, is the a date very, of our live show Is the date of the live show Yes So we'll be kicking off An hour After the League Cup final which means that the stand in Glasgow will be effectively the only safe zone, the only non-Celtic and Rangers zone in Glasgow. Yes. So if you want to visit the safe zone, then tickets are still available. I've just got the sales report through there. There are 37 tickets left. Right. So you need to be quick. So (laughs) we've sold well over 100 tickets now. Yeah, we're up to 120, yeah. So you need to be quick. If If you're wanting the tickets, then you need to do it right now because... It's capped 150 and they can't let any more in. And as a safe zone, there will be bouncers on the door to stop any sort of like rogue Celtic Rangers fans yeah. coming in and stabbing us or anything like that. <laughs> Not again. That yeah, again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it'll be a safe zone in Glasgow on Sunday, December the 8th. And we'll have live guests and they're going to be big. They're going to be good live guests. And we will be talking funnies and maybe you'll hear us talk about our favourite meal deal. Yeah. Uh, all the kind of classics. Maybe we'll invite Stephen Simmons' da. Yes. And yes. he can pay well, for my, the bouncers. My mum and dad are coming. So, are they? Yeah. Have they won the lottery? They've, unfortunately, do you think I'd be sat here <laughs> if, if they'd won the lottery? Yes. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, they'll be coming as well and we've got our merch oh, yes. wine as well which I'm the, very excited about. So I've spent about an hour on that website and oh my lord yeah. One of the t-shirts I think is going to go big One I think is probably going to get us into a lot of trouble Right And the other one is just funny Yeah So there's a chance to buy some Soccer FM merch as well uh, I'm going to put my mum on the stall She doesn't know that yet yeah. So, mom, so you can have a look at her biscuit tin Yes exactly Bring your biscuit tin And uh, yeah So it's, uh, it's going to be a very good day So uh, make sure you snap up the final tickets Because they are going As we've just heard Very very quickly And you can do that by clicking on the link At Scott Soccer FM It's the pinned tweet of the 
top yeah. and it's also on Facebook as well so click on the link or uh, you can buy them direct for the stand as well so it's only a tenner a ticket and all the proceeds are going to us so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's happening so uh, yeah the well, did, did you watch Rangers Hearts yesterday did you see it? I watched the first half and then I just sort of like I, I was driving for the second half so yeah. I was listening to it on the radio so I just what was a uh, Hearts were struggling defensively second half but obviously um, having to shift people about didn't help yeah weird Teams like for Austin McPhee. I, I'd hate Austin McPhee. Yeah. I think he, he just looks like a big creepy bastard. He looks like somebody who works at a fairground. He looks like someone who would sell you a ticket to Viking and Largs. He looks like somebody who would eat beef and horseradish sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He looks like someone who'd be the bass player in a Finnish goth band. He looks like somebody who probably has weird conspiracy theory thoughts about Jill Daniels. Yeah, he looks like someone who's had a go in your mum's biscuit tin. He looks like somebody <laughs> who probably, instead of watching the rolling coverage of Princess Diana's death, watched the Greg Rosetsky US, US Open <laughs> tennis final instead. He looks like a guy that wouldn't wipe his cock in the curtains. He looks like a guy who wouldn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I watched but he, He's not going to get the job, surely. No, no, surely no, no, not. No. I would uh, imagine so. The betting guy called those twenty to one. Really? Yeah, that'd be a good laugh, wouldn't it? That would be a great laugh. That would be very funny. To be fair, like Gary Caldwell was obviously, you know, that's what we're just below Gary Caldwell. Oh. You, you, you need to just understand that, right? We need to book him for the live show. Yeah, that would be amazing. <clears throat> uh, can, oh, we should book Dick Campbell. No. Um, <laughs> odds the other day. Um, oh, I I saw an outside one from Mikey. Right. Um, he said Ian Holloway. Yes. Who's spoke about applying for the Hearts job before? Yeah. Current odds as of two days ago with McBookie, Jack Ross three to one, Stephen Ronson three to one, uh, Austin McPhee five to one, John Daly seven to one, eight to one, David Moyes, mm. eight to one, John Robertson, ten to one, Michael O'Neill, uh, ten to one, Steve McLaren. Oh, he, was he not linked before? Imagine him doing a Scottish accent, East Coast yeah. accent. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, Ken, what's up with Pierre's who Ken? Hey, um, I, I would love it if Steve McLaren got the hard shot. <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious. He's so good. The guys, um, the guys are absolute nutcases. There are some other ones as well that are quite good in this. Gary Holt is twelve to one. Scott Gemmell's fourteen to one. Alan Parge is sixteen to one, and Chris Coleman's sixteen to one. They're all are they is Coleman out of a job or Yeah, he? he left the club in China. Right, okay, fair enough. After Sunderland till I die. I think they'll take their time with this appointment, I think. Yeah, they said they're expecting it won't be um no one will be appointed by next week. Mm-hmm. Um and then they're gonna use the international break, they think. Fair enough. Right, let's drop down into the championship. Let's move then. on from the championship. And we'll do it in alphabetical order. Fuck off. Are both two <laughs> <laughs> ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're fine for a moment. Uh, Bobby Lynn, Bob Skin, and uh, friend of the show, Luke Donnelly. He's not a friend of the show, but you know, and friend of the show, Alan Trout actually yeah. scored for Alloa. So it was a, a very friend, friend of the show game. Uh, football <laughs> friend, football friend. So two one and finished at Alloa, and uh, so to our it's, the, it's the two part timers. And it's uh, this run of form continues for our both. They're doing massively well. overachieving, aren't they? Yeah. So that's them up to seventeen points. I still think they're going to struggle. I did see them last Tuesday against Dunfermline and they were pretty rotten. But, yeah. you know, Dick Campbell was like, that's probably our poorest performance of the yeah, season. Yeah, also, so. they've all worked their jobs that day as well. Yes, and it was only two or three days after the Thistle game and they ran their guts out in that yeah. game. So, uh, I think what maybe if the fixtures start to pile up a wee bit, our growth might struggle. And uh, Dunfermline play Aloha this weekend as well. So, that's another big match. Let's drop down again in alphabetical order <laughs> to Air United 4, Partick Thistle 1, Craig Moore grabbing a double, Michael Moffat scoring an Alan Ford as well and Joe Cardo grabbing a late consolation for Thistle but uh, not good no. not good at all no so bad like I 
I'm worrying for Thistle. You know, I, I'm not. I, I'm not. As as much as um, but you look like you're now you're nine points behind our growth. Yeah, but that's fine. There's what thirty <laughs> games left. <laughs> nah, twenty five. Uh, no, I think once twenty four games. We'll get to January. There'll be. We just need to get to January, pretty much. We've we've such Calder's left us with such a shit. But like, but you need to you need to remain in touch because you can't leave yourself with too much to yeah, do. Yeah, but you look at like. Well, last year we went twelve games without a win, so yeah, nowhere near as bad as that yet. Um, but like, we've signed, so we've got Kenny Miller, so we're relying on a forty-year-old yeah. striker. Um, Lewis Mansell has scored two goals in his whole time since he came in January. Caldwell uh, kept him, and then we've got Alex Jones, who's I think maybe played two sub appearances, maybe, mm-hmm. and Mitch Austin, who has not appeared yet. We are struggling up top. That's our big thing, and we've got. Too many of the similar types of midfielders. Also, I saw. Joe I, I also think defensively, you you are pish. Yeah, O'Weir was on the bench on Saturday. Um, but even he, things he he was pish. Yeah, like he he was very bad. The, Stuff like against our bro. The fact I saw Joe Cardo and bread meets bread on Thursday having a fucking burger and a milkshake doesn't fill me with confidence either. <laughs> Joe Cardo, Joe Cardo, don't slag off Joe Cardo. No, well, that's the thing because he really scored on Saturday. Because I was like, that's Joe Cardo. And I was like, <clears throat> have I met him? Mm, yes but you spoke to him and I didn't right. I, I was speaking to Gary Harkin so I didn't know him so I didn't want to go up and go lay off the burgers mate he's not a friend of the show Joe no Carlin. he's not he's not a friend of the show yet he might be a friend of the show he, I think he's too pretty to come on the show he's a very pretty boy he's, we, we uh, like the munters yeah we like ugly fucking give us Andy Gagan give us Bob's skin <laughs> that's who we want we want people with sort of like names that sound like a, a joke for a yeah. penis so, <laughs> something like that yeah. so uh, 4-1 have finished not a happy return to Somerset Park it for was nice of air to score off four goals um, before the 420 train back from air to Glasgow though. so <laughs> lots of this fans got back on that yes I would imagine so so 4-1 have finished at Somerset and let's uh, move on in alphabetical order and go to Friday night's football Dundee 2 Morton 1 Kane Hemmings opening the scoring and just a few minutes later in fact just a minute later Cameron Sackeld that was how we were saying yeah. that yeah. Uh, Equalised for Morton And it looks like They were going to get a point Until Jamie Ness popped up With a winner With 10 minutes to go So Dundee now On a decent running form Yeah Since we beat them 3-1 They've picked up a couple of results And they're just building on it So Also you said Mark Kerr Was going to struggle at air And he has two He's won his last two games Yeah he has I also said that Morton Are going to struggle And Morton are struggling Yeah but we play them this weekend So Yeah Exciting Where about is it Is it it Fur Hill Three points for Morton then (laughs) Uh, Let's move Uh, Not well Interestingly Morton have got zero points away this season We've got zero points at home So something has to give give. Something has to give on Saturday It's a big one anyway Down at the bottom of the table Uh, Let's move on to a team Who are powering away From the bottom of the table Dunfermline Athletic 2 Queen of the South now Actually made the game on Saturday Which was good Ryan Dow Scoring a terrific goal And then Kevin Nisbet Scoring a really good solo goal as well It looks like we've got goals in the team And uh, Queen of the South Were very very poor Alan Johnson came out Obviously it was him Returning to East End Park as well And uh, he said it was probably Queen's worst performance of the season so it was uh, I just was watching it thinking how did this team beat Dundee United 4-0 yeah I couldn't the like, championship is an absolute coupon buster every yeah, weekend I know and uh, it was it was first half was sort of a bit of a war of attrition it wasn't very pretty but Dunfermline probably on top and then second half we just uh, stepped up a wee bit you know there was a bit more tempo to the game and comfortably won 2-0 in the end and uh, yeah even Stephen Dobby was losing the plot he got booked to the end he was yeah, like, uh, jumping he's not out. hit the heights but then he is no. nearly 70 or something yeah he's very old but he, he, you know there was a couple of flashes from Dobby you just like yeah 
he's he's still loving. Do you know? Remember player. we did the player of the month and we got the Stephen Bobby things into him. Yeah. Imagine he shaved his head and became good again. That'd be amazing. like with our razor. Yeah. And then we could that could be our superpower. He, he, he was very good though. Uh, he, he, very good in flashes, but you know he just didn't have much round about him. It was uh, L by two got taken off. And what was his reception? Half. Got a good reception, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. So it finished two 0 and Dunfermline only lost one of our last seven and won three of our last four. So that's good. A, a decent running form, and we're powering up towards the good playoffs. Anyway, elsewhere on Saturday, it was the big game in the Highlands. It was Inverness, Cali nil, Dundee United three. So Sean Rooney giving Dundee United the lead via an own goal after twenty minutes. Then Nicky Clark and of course Lauren Shanklin getting yeah. his goal from the penalty spot made it three 0 to Dundee United, and uh, they are looking pretty ominous at the top of the table. Yeah, and so they should with the money they're spending. Yes. Um, did you see their? Turnover yes. And so they're spending 118% of the turnover in wages I think it's more than that Isn't it 133% Is it 133? 133% And you know They made a 3 million pound loss. loss And yeah I think I heard the guy Getting interviewed The guy The American Sort of Millionaire Who's behind it all And he was just like yeah, he was like, "This is costing a wee bit more than I thought." But mm. if we get back up to the, yes, he said he's, he did say he was like, "We're spending Premiership levels of money on and off the park, so that when we get to the Premiership, we don't need to yeah, change anything." Golf. Yeah, so that that's what he's. Mm, that's yeah, because that's always worked in Scottish football, so that'll be fine. I know, absolutely no problems there. We um, didn't even talk about Rangers' financial results, which were an absolute shambles as no. well. Unless you listen to Dave King, which were very positive. I, I don't know how you can, you can. Continually Increase your turnover By more than 20 million But still make yeah. an 11 million pound loss And that's before you Factor in Buying Ryan Kent For 8 million yes, pounds And Highlander for 4 One of the things <laughs> I would say For Rangers now Compared to Previous times In the last few years Is Their signing policy is better So they're buying younger mm-hmm. And cheaper Like Celtic have With a view of moving on So you look at the likes Like Glenn Kamara Joe Rebo Morelos if Kent is a good thing he, They can sell him for yep. more Haylander's young Katic's young So they're doing that Differently So they've yeah, got no, more I mean, assets On the pitch Compared to before When they were in the bottom flight Paying Steve Simmons in Five grand a week To be reserve goalie Yeah exactly So yeah. it makes a bit more Should sense just paid Stephen Simmons Mum and dad Who have won the lottery Obviously <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah it, it did, it's, But they need 10 million pounds Before the end of the season So they, Dave yes. King said that You know that's fine You know directors Are already committed to it But it's not sustainable To keep that going Forever and ever no. It's not an endless Pot of money um, So yeah Let's look at the Championship table It looks let's like not, this Let's not Let's yeah, not Let's move to League One Let's do it Dundee United 27 points out in front then air after their win against Thistle on Saturday 24 points in second they're three ahead of Dundee who are in third on 21 points and Inverness making up the playoffs on 20 then you've got Arbroath on 17 points in fifth Dunfermline now in sixth place on 16 points that's three above Queen of the South who are on 13 points in seventh Morton are on 13 points as well but with a horrific goal difference yeah. and then you've got the bottom two Aloha on 10 points in the relegation playoff spot and as we've mentioned several times Already on this podcast Patrick Thistle Are bottom of the league On just 8 points So far this season Not very good Right let's drop down Into League 1 then And spin through here A bit of an upset In terms of What's been happening This season But now if you look At the recent form East 5 now Montrose 1 So Montrose I think 6 wins yeah. On the bounce now And Graham Webster Scored in goal In the first half But East 5 Have obviously been Motoring along quite well And have been top of the league And are in and around Top of the league anyway. uh, Montrose's uh, Turn in form uh, 
coupled up with <laughs> Montrosies. Montrosies. Montrosies? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like an illness. No, it's correct. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> it's, I've just got, a, it's just yeah. a funny word. They're um, with the signing of Senin Yang from Thistle. So yeah. he signed seven games ago. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, really? yeah. Oh, well, I, mean, I mean, he started some, but he's coming off the bench. But there is real parallels between the two of them. Because so, they had a pretty shocking start to the yeah, season. Yeah, because they were below Stranar and then they picked up some points and then it just, they've kind of rocketed up the f- league. Yeah, doing quite well. So, was it their managers that were in a car crash? No, it was, it was four four managers yeah. who got beat on Saturday. Um, and what a month for them! Then. What a month for them! Actually, I can't find their. Oh yeah, they, they played beat, Falkirk. They, they, uh, lowly Falkirk. They're so far down Falkirk. I don't even know where they are. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was Mark Dundon and Michael Travis and on goal. Uh, so it finished two 0 to Falkirk. So they go top of the league, lowly Falkirk. Uh, that is because Wraith Rovers got beat two 0 by Peterhead, Jack Leach and Gary Fraser getting the goals for Peterhead. We were just saying last week how Peterhead were struggling. You were tipping them for promotion, of yeah, course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and then they go and beat Wraith Rovers yeah. Ian Davidson got sent off with 10 minutes to go as well so a pretty Sorry, rotten dude. afternoon all round for John McGlynn's men just uh, a side note for Falkirk Cammy Bell was on the bench was he really? yeah oh fair enough uh, 3-0 it finished between Stranraer and Clyde so Stranraer finally first get that win first win in ages Adam Cummings Scott Robertson and Mark Stewart from the penalty spot rounding off a pretty good day at the office for Stranraer and a pretty bad day at the office for Clyde and Danny Lennon so uh, the other game in League 1 on Saturday was Airdrie 3 Dumbarton 1 Calum Gallagher not that one. No, not the wee man. After just a minute, then Dale Carrick scoring twice. Reagan Tumulty pulling one back and actually equalised for Dumbarton after 16 minutes. Reagan Tumulty sounds like the kind of girl you would follow on Instagram. Yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Somebody was talking to me about Terry Masson. Big tell. Somebody was talking to me about Terry Masson. Same what? He, oh, I can't remember, just that he was an absolute unit. Yeah. I, was, I was like, well, of course he is. He's named Terry Masson. Like, he was a bouncer see? in the East End of London at some point, I'm sure. Let's see uh, if he think he's on Instagram. Yeah, probably. Uh, finished 3 1 to Airdrie against the Barn. So, spin through the table. So, Lowly Falkirk, top of the league on 22 points. Wraith Rovers in second. Same as he's five. Uh, almost exactly the same, only uh, in front because of goals scored. So, they both have a plus eight goal difference and both got 21 points. That's second and third taken care of. Then, Airdrie after that win, they are up to fourth on 20 points. Dumbarton fifth now on 17. Points, then you've got Clyde and Montrose on 16. Peterhead on 12 points after their win against Wraith, and then Stranraer up to ninth after they beat Clyde. And Forfar dropped to the bottom of the table, they've got 10 points so far this season. Right, League Two finally, let's get there was lots of goals at Brecon City on Saturday. It was 3 2 to Edinburgh City, it was Ngoy and Ngoy scored for Brecon City <laughs> after Laird, and then Handling and Handling has scored. I, I love the name Danny Handling. Danny Handling. Yes, it sounds like it sounds like he should be a goalkeeper. Yeah, or honest. someone in like that's a wee bit tricky in the football factory. Yeah, oh, here much. comes Danny Handling. Danny Handling, he can handle himself. Yeah, he, so can, so he can get you anything you want, mate. Yeah, <laughs> three two finished uh, to Edinburgh side, so they keep up the pressure on Cove, who won three one at Cowdenbeath despite falling behind. Uh, falling behind, David Cox opened the scoring for Cowden, but then Jamie Todd own goal, and then Fraser Aird with a double meant that Cove travelled all the way back up the road with all three points from Fife. Imagine, El- imagine a few years ago if someone had told you that Fraser Aird and uh, five, eh? would be playing centre mids yeah. for Cove Rangers in the bottom flight yeah that would be yeah 
4-0 finished uh, Elgin City against Annan uh, not so good for Kofi and the boys no. Stephen Swinglehurst getting sent off great name. name great name but you know just not good at staying on the pitch Brian Cameron uh, Robin Omar getting a gobble and uh, Shane Sutherland getting a gobble getting a, getting a, <laughs> that's yeah. I think, what I said there, so it was a, a great day for Robin Omar he got two goals and a gobble and uh, Shane Sutherland scored from uh, the penalty spot but also missed from the penalty spot uh, as well. Christian Nadi came on after 20 minutes and he must be one of those first subs like you know how in rugby sometimes the ones that got the props that go in for a scrum yeah like if they come on early you're like is he going to last the 60 minutes <laughs> which Aye, is exactly. what you think about Nadi and then he's also got looking he's to look forward to Rabin Omar getting a goal later on in the game <laughs> uh, not good for Steny they have uh, fallen off the edge of a cliff really because yes. they got to 3-0 which is great because we play them in two weeks uh, yeah exactly uh, Kudar Issa scoring for Queen's yes. Park as I was saying yep. and McGrory and uh, Galt getting the goals for Queen's Park Queen's Park had been pretty pish they hadn't won since August really and uh, my mate had Stenhouse me on uh, the group they have goals that one that um Left Queen's Park because they were raging. He ran a marathon just before a game. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Three <laughs> 0 good win for them though. And it was the same scoreline at Fourth Bank on Saturday. Still an Albion three, Albion Rovers. Now Daryl Duffy, McGregor, and Sean Heaver getting the goal uh, with just a few minutes is, to go. So. Again, that's another kind of result that you wouldn't really expect because that's only their uh, Sterling's second league win of the season. Yeah, but Albion Rovers have been pretty pish. Like, they had so Sterling though. They had quite a good start, and then uh, I mean, I say. I say Albion Rovers have been pretty pushed. Still not as bad as Brecon, uh, yeah. who are still bottom of the league. So let's look at the table. Cove uh, on 28 points, but not running away with it because Edinburgh City have been on a really decent running form. They've yeah. got 25. Then Cowdenbeath in third place on 22. Uh, looking pretty safe in the playoffs at this moment in time because they're seven points ahead of Elgin and uh, 10 ahead of Queen's Park, who are in fifth place. They're in 12 points, the same as Stenny, Annan and Stirling. After that win on Saturday, they're up to 10 points in eighth place. Albion Rovers on eight points. And then Brecon City propping up the entirety of Scottish football as ever as they've been all season and they may get relegated relegated again I'll do that again and they'll probably get relegated again So, um, what do you want to talk about now? Let's do superheroes. Yeah, let's do superheroes. Do you want to do uh, Facebook or Twitter? Uh, I will do. What have you got on your phone just now? And I'll Twitter. do the other one. I'll do Facebook then. So you go through the Twitter ones just now. So, so you, uh, remind us what the competition is and what the question is. In this week's S- SPFL superheroes, so your chance to win is bags or soup in it. Yeah, it's back. Yeah. So, cream of chicken this week. Is it cream of chicken? Cream of chicken. It's a good one. Can I also ask the person who won last week, whose name I forget? Stephen Swinglehurst. Stephen Swinglehurst um, or Omar Rabin. <laughs> I know. I know you've got other things on your plate this morning in time. But can you get in touch so we can send some soup out to you? Because it was the whole grain minestrone. Yeah, which so it's, it's the one that everyone wanted. It was a, a strong start. So yeah. whoever won last week, I can't remember who it was. Uh, just DM us on Twitter or uh, PM us on uh, Facebook, on, on Facebook, whatever it's called. Aye, oh, so, fucking old man. Just PM exactly. me. Just PM me. PM me, hun. Uh, so I, I'll PM you, hun. So, Did you see this? The um, Everton Andre Gomez breaking his ankle thing. No. So this is what's wrong with English football, man. Like Son does a tackle. He goes to do him. He ends up breaking his ankle with the follow through off Ori. Everyone starts crying, and Sons gets sent off. Um, it's changed from a yellow to a red because of his injuries. Mm-hmm. And then all the Everton players just go and console the guy that's broke their teammate's ankle. Yes, I mean it's not very nice. Just go and do him. <laughs> 
Just go and do them. Sunday league attitude, man. Yeah. I, 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 to be fair, I didn't have, I didn't actually see the tackle. Was a, was it horrific? It's, no, it's quite innocuous. And then the follow through, his ankle goes weird, and then he hits Serge Aurier. Uh, they wouldn't show it in match of the day last night. Oh really? Yeah, they would stop it just before. <sighs> That's rubbish. And literally, you go on Twitter, type his name, and you see it about seven different angles. It's oh, minging. Is it? Is it the? Is it the classic? Uh, like, ha- yeah. Is it like hanging out? It's not good. Is it's it, not good. Okay, it's hanging it, out like Rabbit Omar. Oh. God, driving all my argument, gobbled off. So, yeah. uh, so uh, this week's SPFL superheroes. Yes. Um, I said, and I, it was funny because I put the question up, and then ten seconds later, I got lots of answers, and I was like, should have expected that one. Who in Scottish football would want the superpower of persuasion? Jedi, mi- Jedi mind tricks all round. So who would want it? Some of the, <laughs> so, some of the answers that we can actually read out, please. Danny Lennon, so that the families of the footballers he takes to a desert island believe they're safe. <laughs> I quite like that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Derek McInnes. Who, who was can, that? Who said that one? Uh, that was Dougal. Right. Uh, Derek McInnes, so he can try and persuade everyone he's a decent manager. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Clark, so he can persuade himself he did the right thing taking the Scotland job. Yeah. Um, Kieran has said, uh, who in Scottish football will need the power of persuasion? Both of you will need that power to keep Beer 52 as a sponsor after this week's <laughs> opening <laughs> segment, <laughs> which is true. Yep. No, um, they're, they're, they're loving it. So they were the ones, and I there's I know you've got one on there that is similar to here, but the one you've got was first. Yeah, so it was uh, Stuart Manson, uh, many people, and all they said was, I don't have that information <laughs> to hand. So we'll move on from that. Point. That was the one I was like, oh, I should have seen that coming on my way. As soon as I saw it, I was like, well, I know the answers we're going to get <laughs> for this one. So, uh, so next week uh, we're going to pick something that he can't be involved in. So we'll pick. Uh, I don't know. No, I was going to make a joke there, but uh, yeah, it's I, probably not legal. I, I like my career. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go to the Facebook answers. Then Paul Smith, uh, Willie Collum, so he can persuade everyone that he knows the difference between Chris Smalling's face and Chris Smalling's arm. <laughs> good, very good. Topical. Ian Mackey, Gary Caldwell. He can persuade everyone that not playing at Championship level is a reasonable excuse for being a shite manager. <laughs> he can also persuade everyone he. <laughs> He can also persuade everyone to try and watch <laughs> porn. Uh. <laughs> oh, why? Why this this sensor button? Honestly. <laughs> Uh, Darren suggested Chick Young Maybe then everyone will believe He supports St Mirren Very good yeah. And Adam Craig Levine So convince everyone That he is not in fact Shagging the chairman <laughs> uh, uh, And it's a chairwoman And uh, then he got sacked yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't I, That was I, one of those It was great on Tuesday Shite on Thursday Yeah That's exactly a shame. So uh, who are we giving it to? Uh, what uh, Did you have a personal preference? I like the Danny Lennon I like the Danny Lennon I think that was the best So, so uh, that's Dougal Let's do the thing we used to do And just creep in their profile uh, pictures yeah, let's do that actually um, he's, His caption is Fiddle and self Oh my god He was born in 1998 98 Can Jesus. we give soup to minors? Yeah Yeah he's not a minor He's 21 years old mm, He can disgusting. drink in America Let's see his last like tweet <laughs> I did enjoy this. Yeah. Prying into people's lives. Is his uh, name actually Dougal? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> is his name actually Dougal? Yeah. It's um, a reply to uh, Old Fun Facts, and instead of the SPFL logo, they've changed it to Sausage Generalship, which is quite good. 
<laughs> so that paid off. So, so well done, Dougal. We'll get so in touch. <laughs> there must be content to that, but I, our context, but I'm not going to go look at it. I mean, that's almost as good as the Ministry of Soup. Like, if the Ministry of Soup and the Sausage General came together, that'd be great. So, uh, Dougal, get in touch, uh, DM us, hun, and uh, we'll send out the soup to you. It's creamy chicken this also, week. Also, it's funny it how divine. a girl saying DM us, hun, on Instagram means something totally different to you saying in a football podcast. That is though. very true. That is very true. And I'd never, ever say that phrase on the radio because, again, I like having a job. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what are you up to this week? Anything exciting? Um, no, I went to my first book bug class today. All right. My mum and sister always talk about this because so, they've, they've got the kids. 30 minutes of just nursery rhymes singing and kids going mental. Yeah. Um, so we took Alex. I didn't go myself. Egg. And um, <laughs> he started calling the mech yet? No. But it was funny, like. The, the kids were ripping the piss out of the women so these kids are like 18 months old but they don't know any better I don't think but I was looking at them because they were, were doing old McDonald's mm-hmm. and they went what animal first and this guy went sheep and they went with a baba here and a baba and the next kid they went what animal and the kid went sheep so we did it again <laughs> third kid sheep and yeah. I was like they've lost the dressing room man <laughs> a very popular answer yeah. this morning sheep um, and then the last one was what animal and then the wee boy went rainbow and they were like oh, fuck it let's just move on man <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> it was good fun. That's amazing. Uh, and then no, this week I'm at Rotunda on Friday. I'm doing the Scottish. Do you drink whiskey? No. Well, Kendall does though. Does it? I'm doing the Scottish whiskey festival this weekend. All oh, right. If Hamden. you get any freebies, then yeah, them over. I don't want to drink it. And then I'm doing a something for a corporate one Thursday, and then um, Jags game Saturday. What oh, you got? Nice one. I am uh, working the evening show is on tonight and tomorrow. And then uh, I've got nothing on the rest of the week and then on air on Saturday and Sunday. So uh, yeah. You doing Super Scoreboard as well, sir? Not sure. Uh, I'll probably, probably be at the Thistle. Yeah, yeah, probably the Thistle game, I'd imagine, if I am doing it. So yeah, I might be there having to watch that. How's your love life? Uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, you know, doing away. Any, doing away. Doing away. any gobbles? Uh, Robin Omar's got them all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't compete. I'm afraid with Rabin Omar. Uh, you know, I was I was close to I was close to getting one, but then Rabin came in and just sort of like just you know. I'll I'll try and get him with the show next week and just talk to him about this, yeah. see what he does. Let's like, get Rabin Omar. We'll get him as a live guest or something. Do you want to do that? Do I give him a go? No, no. Let's, nah. Give him some uh, cheese and chive Pringles and take him to his next party. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Uh, and it's all come full circle. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the show. There's more on our Twitter at Scott Soccer FM, Facebook, and our own forum at pieandburville.com. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Peace out. This has been Soccer FM. Good luck to all your teams apart from Wally Falkirk, and we'll catch you next time for some more Soccer FM. <laughs> Right, I know we forgot to do the fixtures, but you know, I'm running a tight schedule, and so is Ray's got yeah. some nursery rhymes to sing this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I've got some horseradish to buy. So just look on our fucking website or something. <laughs>